But becoming at one with your craft takes time. You're not born that way. Kobe Bryant was born with talent, but he was the hardest working guy. Same thing for Tiger Woods. Same thing for Michael Jordan. They're the greatest, not because they were born that way. They were born with a gift, but they also worked the hardest at it. Hell yeah. And that is why they're so special. Same thing for Pete Maravich. And same thing for this lady. Oh, just listen to her sing a regular song, Ella Fitzgerald. I've got you under my skin. I've got you. As if that isn't beautiful enough, but this is what she did that really changed the world of jazz, which is saying, forget words. I'm not going to use words. I'm going to pretend my voice is like Dizzy Gillespie's horn like Louis Armstrong's horn and go up and down rhythmically like Pete Maravich, that sound he made dribbling the basketball. That music is called scat when you sing without words, when you mimic what the horn sounds like. And she changed the world with bebop, a form of jazz, and did not, literally, no pun intended, miss a beat. Her career even exploded further. She was not threatened by the change in music. But how did it all start? Her father dies when she's one years old. Her mother dies when she's 15. She got nobody. They put her in an orphanage. She don't want to be in that awful orphanage in upstate New York. Escapes and winds up back on the streets in Harlem, running numbers as a Look out for a brothel. She did all kinds of stuff. Whatever you got to do. Dancing on the street, though, is what she was really good at. So her friends said, you should go out for that amateur night. Well, I'll let them tell the story. Although in the eye of Harlem's jazz hurricane, Ella was homeless, sleeping on the street. For money, she'd sing and dance on corners. I like to dance with people because everybody thought I was a good dancer. I got the chance to get a little more money from what I was making, which was nothing at that time. Ten cents a dance, that's what they pay me. Hmm. But listen to what happens next. Seeking a way out of street life, in November 1934, Ella was one of the hopefuls of the Harlem Apollo Amateur Night. I really went on to try to be a dancer. That's how I went on an amateur contest. But uh, when I got on the stage and I saw all these people, I lost my nerve. She was going to get on the stage and dance. And Ella was the first one that, was, that they called. And she got out on the stage and she was scared to death. Because she saw these other dancers waiting for their turn and going, they are way better than me. I ain't going to win doing that. And she panicked. She didn't know what to do, and somebody said, what are you going to do? What's she going to do? And she started singing. When his eyes say yes, and you're wrong in your guess, that's Judy, my Judy. That time I didn't even know one key from the other. I just Mm. sang, and I won first prize. Then I went back trying to win more amateur contests. You won first prize because you're Ella Fitzgerald. We were a dance act, but we happened to be an extraordinary dance act. But who was the band? The band was Chick Webb. He was the king of swing. He was mean. 
I had to dance in front of his drums and he threatened me. You touch my drums and you... To me, he was a general pain in the ass. But we found out why he was testy, because he was always in pain. Because he had tuberculosis in his spine, and he dives before he's 40 years old, Chick Webb, leaving Ella Fitzgerald without someone. Well, you'll hear the story. He's had tuberculosis of the spine since birth. But he obviously was exceedingly ambitious. He perhaps saw the addition of vocalists to his band as an avenue of expanding his domain to Eclipse being the best-known band at the Savoy Ballroom to one of the best-known bands, period. That's him playing the drums. One of the members of Chick's band, Bardu Ally, had heard about Ella. He heard Ella sing at that amateur night and said, Hey, Chick Webb, you want to expand from just being a dance band to having a singer? I heard this young girl, a teenager, she's unbelievable. And she's standing in the wings with some boy shoes on, eating a hot dog. And I said to her, I says, uh, I heard you sing last week and uh, I told Mr. Webb about you. So I said, I, come on, I want to take you upstairs so he can hear you. So finally when she sang, you could hear a pin drop in the room because she sings just like a horn. Listen. Chick Webb hired Ella. She was unprepared for show business in every other sense but being able to sing like that. She doesn't know notes, she doesn't know tunes, she doesn't know anything. But she's Ella Fitzgerald and that voice. But she was a teenager. She wasn't 20 years old yet. Sing me a swing song and let me dance. Very shy, but get on the stage and she, she blossomed. Mr. Trombone, play some corn. I ain't caring what notes. Mr. Trumpet, grab a horn. Brother, give me hot notes. There was no such thing as I'm not winning over an audience. Bright and yellow. The lines got longer and longer waiting to get into the theater. Chick Webb realized, oh my God, I got something here. But the problem is Chick Webb has tuberculosis in his spine. We called it Potts, we call it Potts disease. When tuberculosis didn't have a cure, it just killed people and it killed Chick Webb. And in August 1939, he died. For Ella, who'd suffered so much loss in her life already, it was as though she'd been orphaned again. They had a very close bond thing there together, yeah. When he died, he told them, take care of Ella. The devil was in your heart, but heaven was in your eyes. The night that you told me those little white lies. But she now realizes she's going to have to change course to stay relevant. And then jazz was hit by this colossal musical revolution of the 1940s, the bebop revolution, of which the architects were, were uh, Charlie Parker, Dizzy Gillespie, Thelonious Monk. Uh, and this was almost willfully an attempt to make jazz more difficult than it had been before. Ella was in the right place at the right time. And when she toured with Dizzy Gillespie's group, it was a, a golden opportunity. She was musically sophisticated enough to understand how bop worked, but she could also take advantage of a quality in Gillespie that in a way had been a little like the quality of Chick Webb too. 
which was that Gillespie was an inspired showman. He sugared the pill of it. Ella soaked up everything she heard. She heard the horns, and she became a horn. She extended her body to her craft. Pete Maravich made that basketball an extension of his hand. She made her voice a member of the band. The way she improvises, she has the knowledge of a horn player. She's like... She's like an instrument. She did it immensely. Oh, and she could go on forever and ever and ever and ever, scatting herself away with, with all the musicians on stage. She's taking a solo. She's one of the horns. Just something that Charlie Parker might, might, might have dreamed of. At 8.15, we're going to learn from a guest calling in from Hawaii about how you can make these clubs, these Indian swinging clubs, an extension of your arms. Yeah, they're rehab. Yeah, they're therapy. But they're also spiritual. And that's what happens. When you go out of your body and become at one with your craft, no matter what you do for a living. It's awesome. Coming up next, I want to take you into the operating room. Let's open the clinic. The number is 877-710-ESPN. What exactly happened to Derek Henry's foot? We'll do some clap revision. 877-710-ESPN. You're listening to the one and only Weekend Warrior Show here on 710 ESPN. Weekend Warriors on Facebook. Didn't you get the memo? Quickly hear Clapper's crazy kitchen stories. Easily find different callers' aches and pain issues. Right, I get it. Search Weekend Warrior in the search bar and click on Doc's picture. Who are you again? Voila! Like, follow, and enjoy the Weekend Warrior Facebook page. 